Sorry, last, last January, my wife and I had the opportunity to go to the DR uh, along with um, our Ascending Church, really Connect, the Connect Church um, in Ashland, Massachusetts, uh, where my pastor uh, is the pastor at. And um, they've invited us to partner with them in an organization called One Child Matters uh, in sponsoring kids in the Dominican Republic. And we're going to hear all about that this morning in just a moment. I've got a friend uh, that's here with us from Connect, and uh, he and I are just going to sit down and have a conversation about uh, about what goes on in the Dominican Republic at a Hope Center and how we can be involved. Uh, but before we do, uh, next Sunday, this is an announcement that wasn't on the announcement, uh, on, on the announcement video. Next Sunday um, is a regular Sunday. Uh, it's the third Sunday of There is a Cloud, but we have been given an opportunity with the community of Wyndham and the Wyndham Youth Football Program. Uh, Wyndham Youth Football is doing a Halloween Bowl next Sunday uh, just outside of, of these walls, really, um, down by the football field. And uh, they've asked us if we would sponsor uh, some inflatables for for that event and to give some uh, some volunteers to help man those inflatables. And so we're looking for 12 people, that's all, just 12 people to give um, about an hour and a half to two hours of their morning. Um, and, and it will go during church. Um, we, just, we just realized God convicted me two weeks ago about, you know, what we do, like what we're willing to sacrifice in order to reach the community. Would we, would we even be willing to sacrifice our time on Sunday morning as a church if it meant taking a few people out of our church to go and reach the community? And we will reach the community at whatever cost. Because that's, the community is, is why we do what we do. And so we want to we use it as an opportunity to, to reach people for Jesus. And so um, that's, that's what we're going to get. And so um, if, if you're, you're interested in, in helping out with that, um, you can see here in Brady, um, he kind of looks like me. He's got a big, bigger beard than I have right now. And um, bigger muscles than I do. So, um, but other than that, he's a very handsome gentleman. Um, so uh, you can 
is that it expands a child's view of their own possibilities. Many of these children don't think that they are capable of much. We help them realize that they are each given special gifts from God to benefit their community, and we try to help them develop aspirations for their future. When we were in the Dominican Republic, I'm a, I'm a big baseball fan, if you guys know me very well. And it's funny what baseball has done in, in the community of the Dominican Republic, in the culture of the Dominican Republic. Because a lot of these boys and a lot of these kids think that baseball gives them value. They think that if they have the ability to play baseball, maybe, just maybe, they'll get discovered and get an invite to play with the Florida Marlins. No one wants to play for the Florida Marlins if you know baseball. You get that joke, but if you don't, I'm sorry. It felt like everyone, every other joke that I've told this morning. But these kids have hope in something that really offers no hope at all. And I love baseball. My son has dreams and aspirations of being a baseball player. It's it's a commonality amongst kids that everyone, I wanted to be a baseball player as a, as a child. But we have something so much better, so much more guaranteed than the hope of baseball. We have the hope of Jesus. Isaiah chapter 58, verse 6 through 8. This is a, this is a passage that, that doesn't get read enough in churches. It says this, it says, no, this is the kind of fast, this is not the kind of no, this is the kind of fasting that I want. Free those who are wrongly imprisoned. This is the kind of fasting that, that, that God is looking for. Lighten the burden of those that dote, who work for me. Let the oppressed go free. And remove the chains that bind people. Verse 7 is where I want us to focus. Share your food with the hungry and give shelter to the homeless. Give clothes to those in need that need them, and do not hide from relatives who need your help. Then your salvation will come like the dawn, and your wounds will quickly heal. Your godliness will lead you forward, and the glory of the Lord will protect you from harm. I want you to know this morning, it doesn't matter where you're at in your walk of faith. It doesn't matter where you're at when it comes to believing in God even. As Americans, we have been blessed to be a blessing. And I believe that when we look at needs, regardless of where faith plays into it, 100% of human beings can get behind supporting other human beings. Because there are human beings that go without food. There are human beings that that go without proper education. There are human beings that do not have any hope whatsoever. And it doesn't matter if you believe in God or not. You support that. I believe that. I'm going to invite my friend Pastor Mark McCasburn out on the stage. Would you, would, you don't have to stand your feet, but would you give Pastor Mark a round of applause as he comes on out? This is Pastor Mark. We call him because my, my pastor, Derek Fry, has um, a lot of really cool nicknames for, for um, everyone. PD, PMAC, um, and uh, I'm just, I'm just really
thrilled that he is here with us. Um, pastor Mark is the campus pastor at the Ashland Campus of Connect Church, and um, he has the privilege of uh, working with pastors there every day, which I'm sure every day is like a teaching pastor there crying. up and running smoothly, we want to just replicate this model. It's, we're, we're on the north coast right outside of the uh, city of Puerto Plata. We want to replicate this model in that area. We can impact so many more lives. And because these stats that Pastor kind of read are, aren't they amazing stats? Yes. But what you realize is the power of being able to change lives even from a distance. It's really true. And when I say from a distance, it's because it's not, it's nebulous. It's not nebulous in that you're just sending a check in. January, uh, mid-January, got new CDs, um, 
the ones with Facebook launching and launched them, they're amazing. Um, the, the, the leadership of the pastor level and then directing underneath them and the teaching is amazing in Texas. Yeah, so um, well, let me let me ask you. So you've you've taken these other these three hope centers, they they're started, and you've invited some other some churches here in the United States to to partner with you to, to kind of to sponsor each one. Tell me a little bit about why you chose the Refuge Church to be a part of that, that, that uh, partnership. Yeah, so here's, what's, here's something that's really crazy, okay, because I know why you, why you, why you picked the, the Refuge and the Dominion Center. So um, when Tanya and I were there, um, our, our job was to uh, go to different, different churches and meet with pastors and interview them to see if it would be a place that we want to put a Hope Center in. And we were going from church to church. We, we went to seven churches in one day. It was actually kind of intense because we were going to go to a waterfall in the evening and, and go do some, like, touristy things. And we got into all these interviews, and we were just like, hey, let's keep going. Like, like we got our, our hands to the plow. Let's just keep plowing and, and not worry about the touristy stuff. We'll come back for that. So um, so we're going to go back to do all that stuff. We, we just interviewed these, these pastors. And while we were there, we pulled up to this church that was called Iglesia de Refugio, which is in English for all my Spanish speakers out there. The Refuge Church in the Dominican Republic. And it was like, um, everyone on the bus looked to me and Tanya and was like, here you go. Sometimes God doesn't hit you in the face, and other times he does. <laughs> so our Hope Center is at a church called the Refuge Church in the Dominican Republic. So why did you invite us to be a part of that? within the ARC world, the ARC planting networks, like you guys are, um, we know we want to make a difference in lives in our local community and other places. And quite frankly, it's more fun to do it together, isn't it? Yes. Rather than going it alone, it's a lot more fun to do it with friends, do it with like-minded mm-hmm. other churches. And so we started, at Connect, we started saying, okay, if we want to be extrapolating forward, um, impacting more lives than we are, um, we can't do all this on our own. We want to invite some of our friends to join in with us. And so we reached out to reach out to pastors that we knew and said, hey, listen, that's really cool. We'd love to have you come and take a look at this. Check this out and see if you want to make this a part of your larger mission strategy. We want to impact lives in the Dominican Republic. And the cool thing about, about looking at the DR is, um, you know, despite the fact what you hear on the news about some of the, you know, things that have happened, that have happened at some of the um, uh, tourist areas and the other uh, other areas of the DR, DR is amazingly safe. Mm. It's it's um it's got all the, the, the first world amenities are there. There's electricity and running water. You can go drink the water. Uh, um, there's automobiles. You can um, but you go into the rural areas and there's no electricity. And right. People are living in very simple huts. And in the area we where we at, um, you know, by definition, all the kids coming to the Hope Center is after 
the very simple conditions that these that these families live in. And uh, so the, the opportunity for us to say, hey, safe with friends here in the States, hey, I'm going to join with us. We can do a lot more fun to do this together. Yeah. And so that's what we're doing. And so I can, I can see forward, you know, I can imagine a, a mission trip going down there that are, that are grabbing people from different churches of all over New England, with people who share skills to go down and run a medical team or this and that. We can all join together. Yeah. And just, isn't that more fun to do life together? Yeah. So why yeah. not have church awesome. do the same thing? Yeah, for sure. Um, so for me, the, the thing that, that really interested me was the relationship aspect. Um, because we have a relationship both here in the United States with, with people that we're essentially that we're sending this money to. Um, and we're trusting them that the money actually gets there. Sometimes, let's be honest, you give to an organization and you wonder... Did all my money actually go to my child? And we have relationships both here and there. And that's what I love about it because I think that it, it can be trusted. Uh, one of the things that I would kind of, that, that Pastor Mark, that I want you to, to answer for us is um, explain maybe the, the relationship with Connect and this organization that we've heard a little bit about called One Child Matters, where um, because the, the money that we send in to sponsor a child will go to One Child Matters, correct? And then, so tell us a little bit about how that works and, um, and just kind of clear the air a little bit because we live in Maine and I'm learning, I'm, I, I've moved to Maine, but I'm learning one of the things about people in Maine is, um, is that, that we have a lot of questions about trust. About, about trusting people, and we want to make sure that, that we can trust the organization that we're sending to. So tell me a little bit about One Child Matters and the relationship. follows sort of the same model where um, you sponsor a child, you give it a name, you send a check in, or I believe there's a, or, or you have a, an auto withdrawal now, a credit card, and that money sort of disappears, and you hope that that money is being used well, and you have no idea actually who's doing it, you never really know who's it there, there's this trust piece you put in there, and you're thinking, you know, this is my hard-earned money, I hope it's going somewhere well. So my, my, my wife and I have done that with compassion for 25 years, sponsoring kids uh, almost entirely in Bolivia. And we cycle through some kids because they've aged out. They've become 18 years old. They've left the system. We have a couple kids in Bolivia now and one in Haiti. And so we have these continuing experiences. But now, and so, so our partnership is with this organization called One Child Matters. They just rebranded to One Child. And, um, and so my 30, and so my kid in the ER is going to bear town, and we send, so I have an auto withdrawal put in on my, on my credit card, um, my $39 goes to Colorado Springs, where One Child Matters is based, and we have, and that, we have 
social context of what we're doing now to work on the you guys. Um, we are already doing work in the VR. Uh, oh, we have a guy on the ground there getting paid for his education. He's outrageously great and the first time I met him. I love having him so much. And so we didn't want to sort of abandon all this, just say, okay, we're just going to send checks to her. We want to do that. And so we, we literally have a special partnership with One Child Church at Connect Church up in Buffalo. And so uh, um, all the people sponsoring the kids at our Hope Center, their money goes to Colorado. And then One Child Matters retains $9 for all the administrative, financial processing, translation work and stuff. And the rest of it gets wired to our office in Boston. And then we turn around and forward that down to the Dominican Republic. We forward that down to angels. I know the guy that that money goes to. I texted him this morning. Angel on staff at Connect technically or um, what what is on staff as our partner ministry but we'll connect with us through Angel. Gotcha. So all so out of the sponsorship, your money doesn't even go to pay Angel. Okay. So that that all goes towards towards the, the kids. So so I want you to to kind of tell our people what that thirty dollars so nine dollars goes to processing uh, with one child matters, but the thirty dollars what what all does does the Hope Center do for the kids um, specifically? So they feed it feeds them those two hot meals.
Um, so, tell me, I, we, I believe that the local church is the hope of the world, and this is what, what what's incredible is we are empowering local churches to, to reach people, and it's, and it's absolutely 100% incredible, um, but tell me a little bit about the community impact, like for the community, how do the Hope Centers impact story for Adam, and I know he's screaming with tears. I just don't have to cry that much. But, like, the first five times I've been here for a little while, you will. And we never heard their voice from within the youth chapter night. We never heard their voices.
telling this story once. So I didn't know the community at all. Right. My kids are from Mexico. They're racist, right? Well, just trust that they're doing a great job there. The way One Child Matters is set up, only one kid per family can be in a home center because they know that the whole family ends up getting blessed because you've got a kid who's getting medical and dental care and meals. And this is the big and. Kids come into the Hope Center, they, only, they come in once a week because they're in school full time. They come in once a week and say, how, how much difference can that make in a kid's life? Well, here's what they get when they come in. They get, they get encouragement, they get, they get fed and they get taught in different areas, um, and they get encouraged as a person, and they get loved on by other adults. Now, here's the real kicker. And those adults track them and watch them during the week. One child matters refers to them as child champions. So if Roberto, cool. Roberto's mother wants him to be a baseball player. His, fa- his parents are divorced. His father wants him at the Hope Center. And so when I was down there, here I go down there on a mission trip. I'm going get, to get to meet Roberto for the first time. I said, Angel, where's Roberto? I should have said that. Where's Roberto? Said, He's not here. And he gets, this would never happen in the States. So he he gets, he grabs some girl. She's like 10 years old in the center. Says, I know where he lives. And we go weaving through the slums in Montiano and show up at his house. Kids, kids sitting on the wall say, no, no, his family moved. They're somewhere else. We go through alleys and this and that. We finally come to this hovel, your woodshed. That's Roberto's house. He's in Santiago. He's four hours away. He's gone for the weekend to play baseball. The child champions, they're tracking these kids. They're checking in on them. They're encouraging them because as well-meaning as all parents in the world are, sometimes they don't think about the encouragement as we, right? Right. And so you need to have have other adults who are watching, caring, pursuing, encouraging them, telling them, "You're, you're great. You're important. You're really smart. You have potential. Keep doing this. So that's it's incredible. It takes it uh, as speaking as a 25 year sponsor. It takes it to a completely different level, knowing that there's this tracking going on outside of Saturday. It's not just Saturday. It's a lump. Yeah, and one of the things that I don't want I don't want you to think is that I don't want you to think that we're sponsoring orphans. Um, these kids aren't orphans. They, they do have families. Some of them may be orphans, but but most of them have families that, that are there. And so, but it, it takes a village to raise a child and they don't have um, the support like, like, like PMAC was just talking about. And um, just so you know too, what the Hope Center looks like, um, Connect has an incredible enclosed, like, like I think it's the only um, plot of grass in Monteano uh, I said that wrong, but anyway, um, it's like the only piece of grass in the whole village um, that these kids just love to come to. Now, our Hope Center is in um, Iglesia de Refugio, so um, it does not have the grass, but it has the church. And let me tell you, I've been to this church, and it is immaculate. Um, it is absolutely immaculate the way that they uh, take care of this church. Um, I mean, they have their own church building, y'all. Like, like, we don't have a church building. They got more than us sometimes. Um, and here's this church. 
and it's a, and it's a two-story church, and the second story is where the Hope Center is taking place. Yes. It's just a one big open room. It's amazing. There's women's airflow. There's space. The kids are singing in there, and and the pastor of that church has to review them as this, what we understand from the angels and what they said. So she is sort of the guru of the community. And, and she intimidates me. she walks into the room you go oh she's important like like that's that's how how amazing amazing she is um i want to give you one more opportunity one opportunity to to just share um maybe a a, you've you've shared some stories and i'm sure the story of roberto um meeting him is probably one of your favorites do you have any other any other stories that um of how many times have you been to to the dominican and then in the story uh your favorite thing that
circuit between all the pieces in it, and they drove to Santiago and the Christmas shopping. Wow. Now, tell me you don't love Christmas shopping with somebody else's money. Come on. <laughs> and, that, and he sent these pictures back. Like, this is beautiful. Jam full of That's amazing. And 100% of the country's Christmas are kids who are in high school and high Mission trips to the DR, give or take, they cost like fourteen hundred dollars. You know, so somebody going on a mission trip to the DR could go on a mission trip for that amount of money, which is cheap for mission trips. Yeah, and it's safe and it stretches you, and it's all these great things, and you can meet your sponsor kid. Yeah, so versus spending five thousand dollars going to Libya for compassion for like fourteen hundred dollars, I get to go on a trip plus meet my sponsor kid. Right, right, that's cool. I can't do better math than that. So. Uh, I wrote it. 
Give Pastor Mark a hand, would you? Thank you. Stand to your feet if you would. Uh, you know, it, a Sunday like this, it's, the, the response is easy, right? Um, we want people to, to sponsor a child. Um, maybe, maybe you didn't come prepared. Um, they're going to, any, anything that is left over, they're going to, to leave behind and, um, and you can make a decision, uh, you know, in the next couple weeks or so if you, if you want to, to sponsor a child later. But we have been blessed so much as a country. And I think one of the things that's really difficult being Americans is because we've been blessed so much, it's easy just to get comfortable where we are. When, when I go to other countries to, to, and I get to see the, the poverty, I get to, to look and say, wow, I am rich in the world's country. But the hard thing about being rich is I don't think a lot of times that I have a lot of Provided for, my kids are provided for. I don't need anything. But the Bible teaches something different. And there's a story in, in the Bible about this rich man that came to Jesus. And he, he said to him, What must I do to have? eternal life. And, and Jesus told him to, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, to, to love your, your neighbor, and to obey the commandments. And he says, I've done all of that. And Jesus said, now go and sell everything that you own and give it to the poor. And the man looks at him and he goes, whoa. You see, the man's faith wasn't in Jesus. The man's faith was in his possessions. And the difficulty about having so much is that our faith oftentimes gets put on the things that can't save us. And if you're here this morning and you put your faith in something else, other than Jesus Christ himself, Jesus is the only one that's ever died for me. He gave everything so that I could live for him. He gave me his everything so that I could not just live for him, but I could live with him. Do me a favor, bow your heads. moment as we pause and we reflect on everything that we have I'm not going to ask you if you're going to sponsor a child but I'm going to ask you what your faith is in this morning what have you put your faith in 
answer is anything other than Jesus, it can't save you. It can't. And I will always live my life to point to Jesus. Everything that we do this morning is for Jesus. Everything that we do next week is for Jesus. It's because he has given us the life. And the fact of the matter is, if you never put your faith in him, it won't save you. The Bible says that we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And because we have all sinned, we need Jesus to make us righteous in God's eyes. It's not you, it's not your works, it's not what you do, it's not sponsoring a child that saves you, it's putting your faith in Jesus that saves you. So now I want to ask, in the quiet of this moment, have you given your heart to Jesus? If the answer is no, do me a favor, would you slip your hand up just real quick, put it high in the air, maybe... Thank you, I saw that. Anybody else? I've never given my heart to Jesus. He's the only thing that can save me. If you raise your hand, I want to lead you in a prayer. It's not the words that you say, it's the heart that you say it in. Hey God, I come to you, and I put my faith that gave his life for me. I believe he was perfect. And I believe his death makes me perfect in your eyes. Come into my life and save me. Help me to live for you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you said that prayer with me, would you do me a favor and just... On the back of that connection card, would you mark that and put it in the box? Or even tell me on your way out the door that you that you did that this morning. Because we love to celebrate at the Refuge Church. And this morning, we are celebrating sponsorship. We are, spo- we are celebrating lives change. We are ce- celebrating the presence of God. And we are going to have the party just started, y'all. Come on now.